0: Let me get the fart app ready. (laughs) Is that going to be a thing for the show? It's going to be a thing for, like, oddity shows, period,
1: now. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, guys. Welcome to Babe Talk. Hello. Hello. Yeah, this week we're we're coming in, like, HD sound because Google actually likes us this week. I think it's because we actually got a little bit legit. We'll make announcements later. But right (laughs) now we're just going to make an announcement that we have Carlos from Oddities on the show tonight. What's up? Yeah, this is exciting, and uh, I'm, for I'm the first time, oh, I cut you right off. I'm boy too excited. Oh today. no, no, <laughs> it's, all good. it's all good. It's all good. So for the first time in like nine weeks, at least with with me, Eric made made a return, but it wasn't official until I came back. <laughs> Eric Navarro, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody. Hey, and we have Ashley, Nick, Nicole, of course. Hello. And we have Alex North.
2: I'm just riding on everybody's coattails today.
1: <laughs> Alex, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for it to sound
2: like that. No, no, no. You've said enough, Ollie.
1: <laughs> Alex always riding on coattails. So we start off the show every week by asking individuals how their day was. And today we're going to go with Carlos.
0: Oh, uh, my day. Uh, you know, it's high school, so...
1: Oh yeah, and and you, yeah. You told me yeah, that, that when so in high school. school
3: so <laughs> uh,
1: I was coasting.
3: What's up? <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it, Mom. Said, oh, Don't me. talk about oh, it. Sorry, I, I apologize.
4: <laughs> I'm just a kid, and life no is a nightmare. Nightmare.
1: <laughs> I'm just a kid, and I know that it's not there. We should get Dude, a sing-along going. For no that. one
0: really understands me like Simple Plan.
5: <laughs> <laughs> when Do is Core gonna make a revival?
0: We should wait. What core?
4: Mall Corps, you know, like Mall I 2000.
0: He yep. Hey, hey, Mikey Fraser from Random Holidays is watching this right now. What's up, Mikey?
4: Hi, Mikey.
0: Get okay, some shout outs going. It's, like it's kind of like a black radio station. <laughs> he You're just like,
1: texted I me to tell me there.
5: he's watching. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> so, um, did you have like, any specific classes that you did, Carlos? Um,
0: actually, I go to. Okay, I, I I do not like. I'm not like. I don't like agree with my school, but I go to a Catholic high school, so oh. I get an entire class dedicated to Jesus rules. Shut the fuck up. So
4: <laughs> that sounds. Jesus rules. I can't even like. Be, I class. can't even be sarcastic about that. that no,
0: <laughs> my, my 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 freshman year class, I we had this theology teacher who mm-hmm. would tell like these go on these long rants about how. One, my particular favorite rant was Shrek is basically the Antichrist being represented through, like, the media. And he went on this big rant. It was... It was, it was fun. It was
3: eye-opening, <laughs> is what it was.
2: That's what it was, like it was Very I'm enlightening. sorry, I'm
4: sorry. Back the fuck up. Shrek?
5: Shrek, Shrek. Shrek was, Shrek like, the number
4: one field trip movie because it's so, like, G-rated, but, like, it's still funny enough that everyone didn't mind watching it on, like, a two-hour bus ride. But, like... <laughs>
2: Yo, when it came to the field trip movies, it was all about uh, Spy Kids 3D. Dude, that movie was shit. Movie? I remember one time I watched that movie in like uh like we all went to the mall for like a field trip to go to like because they had an IMAX theater before IMAX theaters were like a big deal. So we went to, like the Palisades Mall, and we all because I went to a small private school, we all had to p- pile into like all like these minivans of like all these like teachers and parents and stuff, and the kid <gasps> that I. The kid whose mom was driving us had like one of those like DVD things, and so we watched Aww. By Kids* 3D, and it was awesome. That That's it was bad. one of my best, best dude, like I saw a movie elementary theater, middle school memories.
0: The shit. Oh, I cut you off. Oh Sorry. Dude.
4: The first *Spy Kids* I, was so good.
1: I honestly can't remember any of them besides the um. Oh man, what was it? I think the first first one. I think like she was like. Oh, like, you're full of shit, talking Mushrooms. Oh, it's my like, God. Every like, oh. sixth
4: grader said that into oblivion, thinking they were the coolest thing ever. Like, Literally. oh, my God, this teacher sucks shit, talking Mushrooms. And you're like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, was, Even in, like, your sixth grade language doesn't make sense.
0: <laughs> it should be crazy. It was no. absolutely <laughs> wrong.
4: It was important was, was it the first
0: or second movie that had the weird, like, hand to people?
4: The, the first one, second the thumb one? thumbs.
0: Yeah, the thumb. That, that shit was weird, dude. Oh, actually, no, Ashley, was right on that. It's like the um, thumb you people's... don't
4: understand. I actually might have watched that movie like recently. Why am I so? Why is it so like clear in my mind? I don't know. I just really <laughs> love that movie.
0: Well, I watched. That's... I watched the second one at least like five times, like in like one day when I was like six. Hey, also... I mean,
1: it's a it's a kids movie, so I guess it's what that we would watch. <laughs> Alex North, how was your day, man?
2: Um, well, today I had work off, which was pretty nice. So, I sat at home and I played uh Sunset Overdrive like all day. Oh. Just like just like hung out in like, you know, my pajamas basically. Oh, uh, there
1: you go. You had some nice of PJ day.
2: Yeah, it was, it was it was it was cold out, so, you know, I got like my thermal blankets out and shit. And it was nice. It was, it was, was it, 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 it was a nice quiet day basically, so
1: pour yourself a, ni- a nice wine, you just kick your feet up, play the Sunset oh Overdrive.
4: I can't wait for the end of this week, I'm just gonna curl up with a bottle of wine and be like, goodbye everybody! Bye! See ya! <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: this, this week has been the longest week in the world.
4: I
1: don't know, mine hasn't been, like, completely awful, um, it's just been a regular, little typical last week. See, see I, I can't do those, though. So. Oh.
4: Can't, can't be average. You can't, you can't be tamed can't,
1: always always above average it's just uh, always incredible days eric yeah. how was your day man
3: it was all right i uh, marathoned some spy kids
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have trivia I'm, I, I swear to god we're gonna look up tri- trivia and i'm gonna have you and ashley go head to head now dude i, I
3: um I was too old for the spy kids movies um i think i saw one when i was babysitting and, um, oh my guys, God! Here
1: we go! If, here we go!
3: What's I swear to God. Whatever, you if, missed you, out.
4: Great trilogy. I
3: was gonna say, but if you wanna, you wanna do uh, Airbud trivia, then Golden <laughs> oh Retriever. Yeah, Airbud. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got them all. The, the
2: football one and the Golden Retriever and the soccer one. The soccer one was like you know. I suck. Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah, Airbud, Air Buddies, Yeah. Uh, cool. I don't <laughs> mean Air to be a bummer. <laughs> But that dog like passed away like a couple months ago. Wow, Ooh. cool! Just bring it right dog out. Is. Yeah, Air gonna, just just. i just, I'm just,
2: gonna, I'm, just
1: gonna, I'm just gonna be the biggest. I
2: thought I thought that you know I, I thought that happened like years ago. No, well, dogs live pretty long lives. No, Do- Bu- the average
4: lifespan of a dog is like maybe like 15 years, like. Yeah, like, but Airbud came push-up.
2: out like in like the late 90s. The first. It was guy. also like
0: like one what of those like Twitter <laughs> pictures, so it could be. <laughs>
2: Air Buddies though was like not canon to the rest of the Airbud franchise and I'm very yeah, upset about it's it. It's not canon? Well, it's extended it's, it's, universe. I am going to have I'm going to have to write <laughs> a strongly worded letter to like Disney or whoever owns it To just be like God. can you please fix this you're defacing the good name of Airbud fans everywhere. <laughs> you're way no, hold actually... hold
3: you're defacing the good name of Airbud fans <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Yes, exactly that. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm fine. Eric, I'm, on, I'm on board.
1: We we haven't checked in with you, Eric, in a while. What has what your actual life has been?
3: Um, just a lot of work. I was crazy busy with work stuff and baby stuff. But uh, lately, fun with fun oh, with fun uh, stuff. Baby. Um, I'm filling in, uh, playing some bass for a Place in Times big CD release show on Friday. So it's uh, yeah, gonna be a lot of fun. Practiced that. with them yesterday. Those guys are really fucking talented. Like, yeah, just crazy talented.
1: They're actually going so to be on the show thing. in a few, few weeks, but we're not going <laughs> to steal thunder, so. But we are looking forward to it. I'm, 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 cool. <laughs> we're not stealing thunder, but we're looking forward to it. <laughs> Is there a phrase for that? Someone help me, please. God. Anyway. No,
4: I think, I think you phrased it fine. Yeah, they're you got it I got it. going to steal the thunder from their show. You're fine. You're fine. Do you want to hear a Girl. fun fact about A Place in Time? They're the only band who's been on Property Attack yes. Showcase twice. Yep. Yeah.
3: And uh, I was told recently they're like, "Man, uh, we, we put out this record, and uh, apparently there's a limit on how many times we're allowed to be on property of Zach showcase."
4: <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's not like there's a limit. It's just like That's you so get funny you,
2: said that. <laughs>
4: you get one showcase, and <laughs> they they submitted. To, obviously, it was before I joined the team, and they submitted, and I was like. Because their email was in my inbox, like, right when I joined. So I was like, okay, I have to get everybody here on the queue. So I just was like, okay, like, I queued up from – it was, I started in December. Like, my first showcase went up mid-December. And I – that whole winter break, I spent queuing up showcases, writing them up, compiling everything, all the way through, like, April. So I had everything on lock. I was like, I don't have time for this at school. So I'm just like, <laughs> getting it done. And – well, one of the guys messaged me. Or I guess he like used to be in the band. I don't know. I think I don't know if he that's mentioned. duo. I,
3: he, I, I I yeah. There's a whole. We can talk to them about it when they come on.
4: It's a. Well, cool, <laughs> he's like. I've he's had like,
3: both uh, of them on my podcast to talk about it. I don't know what you guys are doing.
4: Well, he I'm was like, mention. oh, like that's cool. We were like, I think we exchanged emails before about showcase, and I was like, yeah, because. I, like, had them in the queue, and another POZ staff member was like, hey, like, not knocking on this band. These guys have made great progress in their sound. Like, they're really good, but they've already been on Showcase. And I was, like, "Like really, really, like, you know, new to this team. So I was sitting there like, fuck, I fucking fucked everything up. Oh, my God, they're going to fire me. <laughs> like, shit. So thankfully that didn't happen. And, um yeah. You have to do like, it three
2: times or else it's they're just true. waiting to fire you <laughs> with for, just based on that. Like, like you're really just gonna be like, hey, do you remember that thing that you did like about like a year and a half ago?
1: <laughs> yeah, about that.
4: About that. Whatever.
1: Forever. Hey.
5: Forever. I
3: have hey. I have my have modern baseball.
4: Somewhere. Oh wait, no, it's to hell with this fancy. Why so did band?
3: everyone just look to their right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all just looked to the right Was it just then?
4: I to the right,
1: was to the in. right. I have a wall next to me, so there's no reason for me to look over the way. But
4: well, because should... I have my Modern Baseball record, like, on the shelf right here. Yeah, I, got, can't
0: I got mine, it. too, somewhere over here. See? I have Same no shelf. Modern
1: Baseball shit, like, at all. I gave my fucking Modern Baseball button to my girlfriend. I had a CD. I have no clue where it is. I'm deprived of Modern Baseball stuff.
4: It's okay. We still if they're watching,
1: you. please send, send me, like, a note or something. They are, please and They will. <laughs> I don't know, because I can't ask for like a, like a, oh, send me like a t-shirt. No, that's too, that's too much. (laughs) Oh, no. Speaking of t-shirts, I have one of their old prints, the, the, the green, green monster. So, fuck all 'all. Uh, y'all. Um, Ashley Nicole, how was your (laughs) day?
4: Um, my day was okay. I feel weird, because normally we have these on Tuesdays, but now we're switching to Wednesdays. We're so a- Wednesday <laughs> schedule!
5: Yay. Yay! So it's like a
4: whole, like, normally I'm like, well, I had my music class, and then I went to this, but it, like, that didn't happen today. That was yesterday. So, mm-hmm. what did I do today? Okay, I had some class, some more class, some studying. I have two big tests tomorrow, so I was studying for that, and I'm just like... I don't want to study for this anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like I'm done studying.
4: I'm just so done, and I just like I've just been so out of it all day. But it's been so warm here; it's like 60 degrees here. <laughs> I'm like, are we not in the middle of November already? You know like, what's
1: odd, Alex? You, you, we're both from from Jersey, me and Alex, and and yeah. Alex said that it was really cold, but I was out doing yard work in in like
5: but a, how a,
4: a what were you wearing? Wait, cold. wait, Ashley,
3: what were you wearing? What were you wearing?
4: What was I wearing? I was wearing... Not you.
3: Ollie, what we were you wearing? You just said <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I said, well, as in, Ashley stopped talking so I like, ask Ollie what he was wearing when he was doing hot yard work. I Are mean, we going to go through this again, ladder. Eric? Are we <laughs> really going to go through this? Oh my go god, that,
5: that just came out,
1: like, shut the... like, oh my god.
3: Listen, I'm trying to
5: ask... Aggressive. The hard-
3: <laughs> <laughs> trying to I was the in, like, a t-shirt questions.
1: and, like, mowing the lawn, so... And that, I'm trying like, to hit that the hard- ask me. the hard-hitting
3: questions that uh, the boys in Random Holiday want to hear. <laughs> exactly. He's done, right?
1: That that's t- <laughs> Anyway, so um
3: what were you wearing?
1: I I just oh, I was wearing a, I walked I walked down in a sweatshirt, but I was like, fuck this, it's too hot and so then, then I grabbed a t-shirt. Did you take it off? Mhm. I oh, damn right, oh, yeah. right. So I took it off. And I gave yeah. my neighbors a show. I gave my neighbors the best fucking show take they can ever off. see. take it <laughs>
5: off.
1: And I I'm like I'm like a red mom <laughs> like, like like for the yeah. Speaking of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's why i did it that's why i did it segue good
2: segue, good segue. Way. It's right perfect. There. that's why we're here,
1: that's why that, why wasn't we're here. that wasn't planned
2: that wasn't planned
1: it wasn't planned but it worked out so well um one of the we'll jump into our topics for this week we have hey, on, real quick topics.
3: hey alex you're from jersey right yes then why are you broadcasting from the sun
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 all right tell Wait, let's
1: take a look it really is like bright as fuck in your room
2: yeah, um, I guess it's just because I have, There's like... There's
4: a light in his room, maybe? Yeah, I have a
2: low-hanging ceiling, and, like, the light bulb, the only light bulb that works is, like, the one that's, like, by me, so...
5: Oh, That's and so sad, side. I'm sorry. <laughs> I
2: hope you yeah. guys are okay. You, you have, have to to eat.
1: Went with it, dude.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, I like to song. keep things real here.
1: We like to keep things real on ba- Bape Talk, only the real shit gets ta- talked about. Speaking yeah. of real shit that went down recently over, what, on Monday or this past weekend, Taylor yeah. Swift was... had pulled all her music except for one song, which was, I want to say, the single?
4: I, ten, always ten, always the I don't single. think Shake It Off is even on there so, anymore. No, it,
1: it's, I know it's not to Take It Off, but it's... It's, it's... from, uh...
2: Oh. Me. <laughs> It's safe and sound from the uh, Hunger Games. Uh, oh, good, because okay. that was that the sense. point. All right. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it, it, only, I think only because like, it's part of a con- compilation soundtrack that she kept it on there, but all, all the rest of her music has taken off with claims that um, her music, she's not making enough music for the production value that was put into, the, into her album. So because the production value was not met with the actual monetary value, she was like, "No, fuck all y'all guys. I want more money, or it's gonna be nothing." And then she went with nothing, and now we have thousands of team girls screaming, "Where's my tea swizzle?" And now she's not existent. Um, I believe we're gonna talk. I, at least the what I, I want to get people's opinion on is, um, do you think Taylor should have pulled her music off of these streaming sites? And are we seeing that streaming sites aren't paying their artists enough? based on the value that they put into their albums?
5: I'll go.
1: Okay,
4: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I was like raising my hand, like I'm in class. Me. Hi. hi. <laughs> um, all right, well, the thing is with a lot of, you know, especially in 2014, Spotify, etc. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you for that.
5: <laughs> that was an accident.
1: Mr. Carlos, please see uh, me after yeah. class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr. Carlos.
1: Mr. Mr. Carl Carlos. <laughs> 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 Carlos. Just
4: Carlos. Carlos. That makes you miss Frizzle. How do you feel, Ollie?
1: Miss <laughs> <laughs> Frizzle was a teacher. My God, are you kidding me? I would happily be Miss Frizzle in a heartbeat.
4: Miss Frizzle was like the original Lady Gaga with her she outfits, was, like what? all of like the dresses. <laughs> she was, oh she yeah. Was
2: fab, dude.
4: She was fab as fuck. She yeah. Is fantastic. Anyway, so a lot of artists in you know with streaming services and stuff, the typical thing what they'll do is to boost the first week sales, which are really important. They don't have the album available on Spotify or whatever streaming service is your preference, RDO, you know, whatever. Um, But then after a week, then they'll put it up so everyone else can stream it. And So everyone's like, okay, that's probably what Taylor Swift's going to do. Because Shake It Off was on there for, like, a long time. Like, it was on my driving playlist because what better way to drive to get groceries than singing some Taylor Swift? I don't think there is one. And it didn't come back up on Spotify. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And then she took down her whole back catalog. So everything's gone. And everyone's like, oh, shit. So basically the whole internet just freaked out. And everyone suddenly became an industry expert, which is fine. You're allowed to voice your opinion. I'm okay with that. But not insinuating that I'm an expert either because I'm just, like, a dumb kid who's about to graduate college.
1: (laughs) That was out of love. I'm sorry. That was out
5: of love.
1: But as you were saying, though, I trust you. That's why I have you on
2: here. Didn't she, like, do the same thing sort of with with Red, though, her last album? Like – she didn't release it for a while until after it had been out. And...
4: Well, I remember, like, I've had I had those singles on, like, random playlists for a long time, and, like, granted, I'm not like someone who keeps, like, intense tabs on Taylor Swift music on Spotify, but, like, I right. had all those singles on there, and, like, I never really noticed it, it was gone, and then people are getting mad, and... how I just linked to, um, to Bill Wordy, who used to be editor of Billboard. He posted a letter entitled, um... Uh, What was it called? An open letter to Spotify about Taylor Swift and why I'm unsubscribing. And basically, he goes in and he says, okay, we don't have Taylor Swift's new album, like, or her entire catalog, and we don't have Beyonce's latest album, which is, like, arguably, those are two of the biggest albums of the year, or, like, at least the past, you know, 13 months since Beyonce's came out in um, December. but." he's like, okay, the average American pays $40 for music a year, Spotify premium subscribers pay $120 a year, but we're still on getting these albums, so that's really kind of annoying. Again, not that it's Spotify's fault, but it's like, okay, that's something that's irritating to me as a consumer of Spotify and music in general, and I don't know. He he's basically calls out Spotify for saying, okay, well, we give 70% of everything back to the rights holders, but Bill Wordy's like, if you gave them back a significant amount of money, enough that they'd want to be on Spotify and think that's a good source of income or that's a good source of revenue from my music, they would have said it. But because it's probably not very much, then that's why they did not And it's kind of like, is it worth it to be on Spotify? Is it not? Obviously someone like Taylor Swift is going to make a killing selling all of her CDs, physical copies, deluxe editions everywhere. Yeah, so, I'm,
1: pre- I'm pretty sure the predicted numbers are, like, what, like, 120 million, or I'm predicted, that.
4: The predicted Wait, not what number? Like, you said, said
0: about, 120
4: about.
3: million. It's, it's 1. Point, it so, was
4: 1.287 so million. I think yeah. she's the so only person
0: who's going to go platinum this year. I, I, like. She probably you read that, is. You read, you read that article about, like, no albums going platinum this year, like, at right. all, right? I mm-hmm. think she's going to be the only one to go platinum. I think she has, like, her pulling from Spotify just seems kind of silly to me, because...
4: They She's predicted that she'd sell 650,000 copies, and she sold, like, 1.3 million. I
2: think that, like, like still, I remember reading an article where it said that somebody, an, an unnamed, like, pop star that was on Taylor Swift's level makes 400,000 a year, uh, not a year, 400,000 a month from Spotify, so that's sort of the range that they would be getting for someone like Taylor Swift would be getting $400,000
5: like, So that's just from,
0: one, like, distributor. I think the whole fact of pulling her music off of Spotify because she's not making enough money is just kind of lame because she's going to make a ton of money from other sites. And uh, it just seems like she's... I, I don't know too much about the whole business side of music. But it seems like she's more in it for. It's, it's just a lame image she's giving off, because it seems like she's in it for, more for money than sharing her music.
3: So yeah. that, that was One way too hard to get out. Hold on, let me let me. Yeah. So the way that the business works with that, uh, in the case, I think the, the deeper argument, which I like what we're talking about, uh, which Ashley brought up, was the whole aspect of smaller bands going on. And for for what it's worth, this particular instance. what happened rocks huge guys? stars um unpopular uh
0: eric is eric
2: lagging out or am i
3: lagging no it's eric yeah okay it's been 10 years like record can you not hear me yeah uh, it's it, it, like it, lagging it, we, in and out we, we didn't did get much for, for
2: a
1: second yeah um just start over here I, th- I, th- I think we got you back you got me back
4: you're talking about smaller bands, and then it kind yeah. of just stopped.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> so can you hear me now? Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Good. So with, with Taylor Swift, it's a ma- it's an artist on a major label, huge artist, one of the few gigantic musicians, like very successful musicians. Uh, the 1.3 million is the, the best week sale since 2002. So it's not just since it's years before iTunes even was a thing. Or, um, whoa, is that me? Anyway. Can you hear?
1: me or is it still lagging? No, 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 you're no. No, that you're was me accidentally set off the fart again. Accidentally? Yeah, oh, okay. No, for real fun. though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, Carlos who anyway. cried wolf. Now we're okay. talking about she's, the boy crying, cried wolf. I can't.
3: Point is, she's not. Um, she's not making the money, so she's not making the decision for money for herself or anything. She's making a small percentage of that. It's not like it's Macklemore owning the rights to, um, to thrift store. This is someone who has. A major label deal. So the decisions being made to amp up the album sales because if you limit the amount of places you can get the album, and if she thinks her album is that much in demand that she can justify losing a number of people who might hear it casually because she knows that people will pay for it. There's some albums if it doesn't come on Spotify, you're not going to buy the album. But if it's on Spotify, you're going to listen to it a bunch. She doesn't think it's or her label doesn't think her album falls into that category. So it's it's like a short-sighted way of selling a lot, a lot of records to have a huge, huge week. Because with that no platinum records this year, her album selling that much is a huge anomaly that is going to make more and more headlines and make more money for that record company than would have gone into promotion to get that much publicity for it.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: Perfectly said, <set>, Eric. <laughs> Wait, yeah.
3: now, it did all only, sound like question,
1: whoa. The only question that I have then um, that the less place that that, that to have the more money, you know. She she took the 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 stance, and I'm not sure if it's her or if it is a you know PR puppet behind her. Um, she claimed that her art, that her her production value was not met.
3: That
2: doesn't make yeah. sense because it obviously was. We no. have the numbers. Like, yeah, I think that what she's trying to do is she's saying basically, if, if you read between the lines, she's basically saying I want more money from you know that that, that that's basically what it comes down to, and she's trying to play the role of, you know, oh, the artist who, you know, is getting, you know penny pinched by, you know, poor poor Spotify or something, you know. That I think there's now, two
4: sorry, go ahead, sorry. That that
2: that that's the role that she's playing in order to sort of like, you know, get people to be on her side so it doesn't look like she's really, you know, in it for the money, even though that's what it is. It's a money thing. It's not, you know, An art thing. You sound like a pretty
3: big asshole if you're like, she's wrong. Artists shouldn't get paid. (laughs) Like,
2: yeah, there's two, two,
4: two, not two very different, but there's definitely two approaches. And there's the approach of, I'm Taylor Swift and I put a lot of effort into this music and my music is art and art is valuable and if something's valuable, you should pay for it. Or the other side where she's like, where people are saying this is a really really smart move because. The whole big thing this year so far was there hasn't been a platinum selling record. There hasn't been a record that sold one million copies. And she or the people at Big Machine or her PR team or, like, you know, the 50,000 people she probably has rallying behind her in terms of, like, management and stuff. Or, like, you have to... Not like you have to do something, but seeing this as an opportunity to get people to go out and buy the record. Not that people, not that people weren't going to go buy the physical copy anyway, yeah. because she has like, I mean, she has a pretty loyal fan base. But oh, we lost Carlos. He'll
1: okay. be back. Um, yeah, I'm I am assuming that he'll be back.
4: Sorry, Carlos. Um, but it's kind of like how people were so stunned when Beyonce dropped the album, and everyone immediately bought it. It's kind of like Taylor Swift knew this was like by pulling it from Spotify, this was the edge she needed to push over that million mark. Like what if she hit like 9.9... It's okay. Like um, like like, 990,000.
3: Just so for what it's worth, those those, uh, sale numbers, those aren't actual bought records from people. That's how many the stores bought to have in the stores for that opening week. So the stores assumed they would need one in total would need or in the U.S., just the U.S., they don't usually count the other numbers when they call stuff platinum, because um, the record companies here aren't necessarily making the money. It's uh, the ones, <laughs> uh, the subsidiaries and others. Um, but yeah, no, so it's like, so people haven't necessarily bought that many records. That's just the amount of supply they assume they would need in order to make sure
2: no one uh, went, went wanting that night. I think That's that what really she's saying, though, is an interesting argument to make like, I think that She shouldn't point. be
3: making it. It's
2: not the same Yeah, purpose. exactly. The point she brings up is legitimate, but I think that her bringing it up, I mean, even though I guess, you know, it gives some publicity to, you know, the whole idea that, hey, you know, if you like something, you should go out and buy it, and that, you know, the music industry isn't what it used to be, and all of that, you know, stuff that obviously we all know from, you know, supporting, you know, local bands and stuff like that, we know that that things financially aren't so great with, with local bands. Um, so, I think that even though she is correct in her statement that, you know, that art and music should be, you know, if it should be uh, you know, paid for and stuff like that and you know, you shouldn't just go out and illegally download something or
1: yeah it's, it's yeah, a, yeah yeah
2: yeah or a, something like that i think that the point is she's making it sort of in a not genuine sort of place like that's
1: it's not because because it's all coming from the money aspect it's all like, right oh, right right oh you should this all pay. also
4: happened right before she announced a huge world tour by the way so. oh was
1: well, see it's look all, at it's that yeah, it's, it's all It really is. Things
3: don't happen by accident when you have the right people. No, (laughs) they
4: do. Every step of this was planned. And you know everyone in Camp Taylor Swift is saying, like, okay, like, just so everyone knows, we're pulling everything from Spotify tonight. And tomorrow morning, prepare for 50,000 angry emails from every person you know in your Rolodex being, like, why the fuck is Taylor Swift not on Spotify anymore? And they have to have thought this out. And then they were, like, okay, here's the world tour. That's, like, a year in advance, obviously, because it's, like, a world tour, and she's mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, so she's going to go everywhere, but it's, it was methodical. Do we all agree with it? Maybe, maybe not, because I'm not going to go out and buy the record. Like, no offense, Taylor Swift, like, I, I that's someone whose album I would listen to on Spotify because I expect it to be on Spotify. She's one of the biggest pop artists, if not the biggest pop artist right now in the world. So
1: now with that mentality um i that brings a good um question up do you think th- this will start a revolution as to having people actually now like not having like if there are other artists that decide then like you know you know because i know there are quite a few that have an issue with spotify's monetary gain or or not enough money being divvied out to, to the arts, um not not properly but not enough money being put out uh, do you think more artists are going to pull out and are you going to see more physical copies in people's hands, starting with this to Taylor Swift
5: movement.
3: I, I don't think that at all. Yeah. I think there are maybe a couple dozen bands big enough to actually make that move. For everyone else, it's just the extra income from Spotify and Rhapsody and uh, whatever, I guess, whatever, sir, Amazon has a service. That plus the, expo- the stumble upon exposure of people learning about the music. It's That's the way of the future. That's not it's they're not gonna start buying physical product. The only people mm-hmm. buying physical product are the people like the way we obsess over and get all of our like pop punk and emo like swag, other like teen like teenage girls, and I'm sure some teenage boys, uh, they only buy stuff from bands they're obsessed over or that they have a real strong connection to. And it's not like, like they have to love it as much as we love bands and we're all in the music business, which means we're in that upper, upper, upper echelon of loving music to the point where we're, I mean, you know, this, yeah, spending yeah, all our good. time. Like, doing Anyone
4: all, can take their music off Spotify. Anyone who's on there right now, you can take your music off Spotify, but very few people are going to make headlines about doing yeah. so. So it's just not, it's not worth it. And Eric makes a great point. It's just like, that extra income can be crucial sometimes, and the stumble-upon factor is so important. Like, th- last week when Ryan was talking about, he's from Marina City, and he's like, our music is available to stream at every possible platform it can be on. And that's so important, because then you find out about a band you might not have heard of, but Taylor Swift you're going to hear about. So it's 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 not a tactic that many people can use. So yeah.
2: That stumble-upon uh, factor I think is really why Spotify is important for bands to have to be on Spotify because uh, <coughs> it because really I I, I think of something like every listen is like a fraction of a penny like in terms of like yeah. how much you actually it's make low, yeah. so I mean even if you know at, at the end of the day if you're a smaller band you know you're lucky if you get like
5: Like
2: two dollars. Yeah, like two
3: dollars. I got my my every six month twenty dollar check from Spotify the other day. It was uh lunch.
2: (laughs) Yeah, see, exactly. And so I'm saying that two dollars you didn't
4: have have before. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) when it comes down to it, I think it's a stumble upon factor that really is what's valuable for the band and the ability that, you know, that it's easily accessible that a lot of people have spotify now so you yeah, know thought, it's, it's it's very easy for them to go and like you know search for a band or or, way, or Rhapsody, what have you so they don't have to go through so i so don't have to go through like you know like all the other like band people who listen to bands are kind of like lazy in the way that you know they want like all like the bands sort of like fed to them like they want to be able to have access to like everything, so
1: because that's a, that's a, the generation we. Instant gratification.
4: It now. Right, gratification.
2: right, and so I think Spotify definitely gives that to them because it gives them a place for all the bands to be, and that's why it's a good business model. For, and you know for, you what know? else has
3: that is YouTube. So people can get all those songs anyway at right. slightly shittier quality, and nobody seems to care about that. Right, so, right. Well, those audiences, a Taylor Swift's audience. No offense, Taylor Swift audience. Swifties, I know what you're called. There's no uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no, uh, no, audio files in uh, in the Swifty camp. Although, Ashley, you did mention Camp Taylor Swift. That sounds like a fun and wholesome summer.
4: <laughs> that sounds like such a G-rated summer camp that yeah. I would want to go to. Uh,
3: I wish I knew more Taylor Swift because the puns would just start flowing with those lyrics.
4: I really want, like... Um, if we could, like, name episodes or, like, name segments, like, this segment would be, I would want to call it, like, take it off in parentheses of Spotify.
1: <laughs> you know what? That's <laughs> going to put extra work on, but I think that we can, can do go. it. I think we can do it.
4: That would be awesome.
1: That would be awesome. That's, That's kind of going to be a good thing. So, I love um, times. We're We're going to move on. Um, the <laughs> other subject that I had to t- talk about today was um, something that Tony Peppers had actually was, like, Hey, talk about it. And I didn't know this was a thing until <laughs> I had recently looked into it. Um, bands, band sound... words. Um,
4: it's hard, right? <laughs> it really is. In form
1: of sentence? Like, goddamn. Um, you, every year we'll get movies, you know, like big production movies, and then those big production movies would be like, Hey, we want bands Lord, that's Fall popular. follow Up Boy, Paramore to come on and do an original song. And recently, Fall Out Boy had dropped their songs for Immortal, and fans weren't all that happy with it. And then immortals. Bring me the, the Horizon plural. amongst their whole... I'm sorry? Immortals. Bring Me The Horizons. It's plural.
4: No, Immortals is plural.
1: plural. <laughs> bring Me The Vinyls. Bring um, Me Us The Horizons.
4: <laughs> I want that to be another episode today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bring Me The Vinyls. Um, bring Me Vinyl the, the, bird, the Horizons had recently come out with a song. I want to... What is it called? It's Drown. Um, no, drown was actually not in that
2: the song because drown I actually liked
1: and I was like, oh, drown doesn't sound all that bad. It
2: was the one with the dude rapping you. on uh, rapping over it.
4: Yeah, oh, I was it's, it's, see it's, drown. It's, it, it,
2: it, it was it's... for the uh, it was for the rescore for the movie Drive, which.
4: Oh, I think mm, it, which, I which, which, which i
2: think is a little weird considering the fact that drive was a movie from like 2007 and
4: it's not like late enough to do a remake of something from 2007 like well well it's just it's just a rescore score, it's the same sorry. movie
2: it's the same movie with just like a different soundtrack behind it and i mean now now here's just the change question the then. cd in the car right <laughs> right
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the same movie though just changing the it's, it's a b-side here's the question though with People not like, the, these songs were, overall, the the public reaction were like, Man, shit. Now, should artists be held accountable for those songs that they put out to not taint the rest of their discography? No. Do you, no.
0: does anyone hear no. like, One sec. Does, does I anyone... you, I've got my computer charger, my computer's about to die.
1: Okay, got it.
3: Does anybody hear like, Less Than Jake? Yes. Yeah. Theme song from the Good Burger movie.
1: But it was good though.
5: When well, you were yeah. like, like
3: six. See, Those are the weirdest words. Those lyrics are
1: insane. They <laughs> are. But see, here's the thing. Like I was comparing other soundtracks. Um, good Burger had a good soundtrack. So Good Burger had Jam. a good good soundtrack. Um Welcome Kimmy Dawson to the space she she her her career had just become publicized. Like she she had a great following underground, but when the Juno soundtrack came out, everyone was fucking singing songs as if they were an MD hipster. That with with their nerdy glasses, um, and that soundtrack was impeccable. Um, Phil Collins, the whole fucking Tarzan movie was his brainchild, and it was fantastic. And then we have. Well, I agree, mean, agree to disagree.
2: I'm with gonna Brandon punch you.
1: How can you not like Tarzan, Alex?
2: Did you? I even... don't like Phil Collins. I don't like Phil Collins. I like Tarzan. Ah. My beef is not with Tarzan. How can you not well, like? What did you?
5: Phil Collins do? Genesis oh, yeah. was like the, the best news band ever. Jam.
2: Genesis was good, but then Phil Collins when decided to make ballads and eh. Yeah, Super Nintendo was better. I don't
5: like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. But so (laughs) Screencast just Okay, so so now now
1: now that we have Carl Carlos back, Carlos, do you think that um, artists should be held responsible for the music that they put out for soundtracks and not particularly for singles or for their actual discography?
0: By held responsible, you mean like
1: it? It, it goes. It, it's like a collective. Like like it will be included into discography. It's they put canon. A, it's canon. It's not it's canon. extended universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually part of their discography. So like if they put out a shitty song for a movie, but people looking like oh they've changed, it, like no no no, it's totally different because we're now just doing it for a movie, which is the 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 cop out that Bring Me to the Horizon had given.
0: I mean, if you're putting your name on it, I think you should be held responsible because like even I, I don't care if it's for a movie or for fucking I don't I don't even know whatever it's your band you're putting your song in it you should be held responsible if you're putting your name on something you should put it make it the highest quality you can
4: well it's I one agree. thing to do that but like and I I Sorry, I just cut you off, Eric. But you nope. cut me off enough that yeah. I'm gonna keep going. No, so you can actually, just deal actually,
5: with it. Yeah, so, it's basically... a sort of revenge thing. Alex, <laughs> keep going.
1: Children, 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 <laughs> children.
5: <laughs>
4: oh, um, but it's like children. I was
1: saying. No, go,
5: go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna mute both of you and Alex is gonna make his point.
4: I will turn this podcast around.
1: I will pull So it'll start
3: plug. going well. I will pull all the plugs. <laughs>
1: I'll go into each individual house and just start like closing laptops and shit. <laughs> closing
5: <laptops>. you <laughs> you don't want to laptop. You lost your pants to just for terrible. a week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so who whose point? Who's
1: who's okay? okay. <laughs> this
4: Nicole. Thank you.
1: I want you all to adjust as professor for that one. <laughs> uh, anyway.
4: Um. Okay. I agree with Carlos. If you put something out, it should be a, like a quality. Song, like you know, like production-wise and stuff like that. But if you were asked to make a movie or uh, a soundtrack or a song for a movie, you it's more so for the movie. Like you know, if you do like um, what's the movie? Follow Up Boy song is for Big Heroes. It's big two, Hero Six. Big Hero Six. I I I don't know what that is, but they made the it five. for the movie. It's not like. <laughs> it's not a fallout boy album it's not like oh like we made this just for the fans it's it's for the movie it has like a specific purpose you know I think it's like we cater we made this song they asked us to make this song but it's for the movie like when Lord she's the one who's curating the hunger Game soundtrack so it's not like this is mind. what I want my... hmm yeah I'm, I'm not music
5: like she's curating
3: yeah she's not she's...
1: curating.
4: She's curating she did Yellow Flicker Beat like she first of all Lord runs the world like and I just ugh.
3: Well yeah it's in her name.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that weird that like out of nowhere she just like pops up and now she literally is now and just like Oh um, well, to be actually, fair she, she was... was
4: signed
3: since she was 13.
4: She dropped <laughs> she dropped, she dropped an EP on SoundCloud November uh November 2012. So I heard when... it Yeah. I heard it in like January in this like of 2013. No one knew who she was. It was literally it was her her download. Her EP was free download on SoundCloud. She had it was no name, nothing. It was just Lord from New Zealand, like. And she's um, from the
3: newest Zealand, right?
4: The newest Zealand. The newest
3: part of Zealand. And um, (laughs)
4: just the pic, just like the sketch picture, like no real photographs or anything. And then like all of a sudden, like. All at once, it all came out all at once. So when
3: she was thirteen, she did like a Star Search type thing in New Zealand or something along those lines, where she got discovered. However, and uh, this dude who was in a really big New Zealand pop punk band, similar to how Goldfinger started working with like Five Seconds of Summer or whatever, um, this dude who was like retired from pop punk started working with her on her on her image and her voice and her like, and he makes all the beats and writes a lot of the songs and stuff. And the two of them, along with their management and PR built her up over the span of like four years, and then she just exploded all over New Zealand, and they immediately started shipping it to American labels. And yeah, so it was, and uh one thing that I was, when I was listening to her album, finally, after that South Park episode, I was like, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. and,
4: um, where have you been, sign? So, no, where have well, you been? Well, I heard,
3: you know where I was? I was wrestling. watching her do Royals on SNL, and I guess I tuned out for the words where she's like, and everybody's like. And I was like, oh, she's just singing all that stuff unironically. I'm not interested in this. And I was like, oh, <gasps> she means the opposite of what I thought it meant. So, but I was listening to it, and it reminded me of a stripped down um, we version slayed of Ollie. Metric. You killed
4: Ollie. Ollie's dead now. All right. Stepped on my <laughs> point.
3: I'm um, exploding. No, but it reminded me of like a stripped down metric. Like lyrical style, oh, God, Holly's gone. Lyrical style, like. Holly um...
4: muted himself. That's how gone he is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you can come back now.
4: You you
1: literally had tune around because you're like, Ugh, go. Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lord.
4: Lord is my spirit animal. Lord's bringing back the curly hair into the popular oh, mainstream. God damn. Oh God, I'm sorry.
2: No, 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 I
0: I'm doing that. Check this out.
2: I got Lord, there. I think is proof that like it's it's further validations that hipsters are here to stay because like,
5: her hipster.
2: No, her interviews are all like, oh you know, oh I'm influenced by like Fleetwood Mac and stuff like that. Like I'm just like, oh
3: she's influenced by one she's... of those popular bands in the history of rock and roll. Yeah, Jesse but I Jesse mean, King like, in by America. what her producer writes, she's
4: like the an anti-Justin. Bieber. thing. That's what Jesse Cannon calls her, which I think is so spot on. And you know, when you look at,
1: like, like as Alex says, like, like her, her, um, her influences, her, her sound, all in itself, her, her image.
5: Yeah, like the, exactly. The way that, that
1: that that she carries herself. It's it's like I don't give a good goddamn. God you can suck my sixteen-year-old dick. Which like she was saying that like I'm so young. 18. Like why are people 18. like eighteen? You're
5: under 18. She's
1: like, if you're under 18, 18? you're 12. And, I don't. Yeah. At this point in the game, anyway. But so, so yeah. She's like so, about
4: to turn 18. I'm pretty sure she just tweeted that.
3: Well, Do you have the calendar on your on your wall? <laughs> it's, it's, have, Lord's birthday
2: below. circled.
4: <laughs> for Lord's birthday. No, no she's, so she, birthday um, she's putting out um, a music video for one of the Hunger Games songs that she did, and she's like, uh, it comes video. out soon. And this is my 18th birthday stop to you, it. like 18, 18th birthday present to you guys. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're so little. I wasn't doing anything. Any- I turned 18 when I was in college, actually. I wasn't doing anything then either. <laughs> oh. Eric, we don't need to go there. We don't need to take this decade. <laughs> <your trip.
3: laughs> I'm trying to try to, to come up with porn puns for Hunger. Don't, games.
4: Don't just stop. Uh, just
3: don't come go up there. Hold on, hold on. All I can come up with is Spurlunker games. <laughs>
2: It's <laughs> Spur- You know what's watching is it's, it's, cave it's jumping cave and diving. diving. No, 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 no. Spur lunker game.
5: <laughs> thank you, thank you, Ollie. <laughs> you that's know?
1: that's that, that that's something I'm not willing to learn tonight. I'm I'm willing to learn. Carlos, <laughs> deep, deep,
3: deep cave diving. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's deep cave diving. It's perfectly stop. G-rated. Just you stop. Have do really not line. pass go.
4: Do not collect two hundred <laughs> dollars. Just stop.
1: Oh boy. Okay. All right, all right. We've we've derailed. We've
4: totally we derailed, derailed. From,
1: from from the point. Um, I, I I forgot we were talking about. Um, oh, uh, tracks. Soundtracks. soundtracks. And and Ashley, you were saying that like you know, um, the music portions need to fit the need to fit the movie. But with like, Paramore, when, when Paramore had put out at least the first song, um, "Decode" from Twilight, Twilight that was a damn good song, and she still plays that. Live, like I wouldn't is, imagine people... that Follow Up Boy would go with the, with the Immortals and be like, "Yeah, here's the Immortals."
4: Like the thing is, Here people people getting mad that it's not like okay, I I, I was just saying before we start we started the show, I don't like Immortals. I didn't like the yeah. song. I listened to it like once, twice, three and a half times. I was like, okay, like I I I can't do it anymore. I like Centuries, but I did not like Immortals. The thing is, like it's not. It's like okay, let's say you're a chef and someone comes into the restaurant and they're like, "I'm gluten free. Can you help make something for me that I can eat without getting sick that would fit my needs?" So if someone comes in and, and
3: lies to you,
1: <laughs> but then Come again, on. like
3: I see you, what you're, you're making you're, a good point. You're making a good analogy. Good analogy. If
4: you're
1: a
3: chef,
4: thank though, you, you would,
1: If you're a chef, you would already know how to how to do these things. If you're really your you say
3: chef? No. Restaurant? You would know how to no, do it.
4: No, do. no. Let's. I mean, of course, like a like, and you're getting
3: I mean, like, a McFlurry.
4: but like that's the thing if someone comes in and they say like i need something very specific and you make it for that person and the person says this meets my needs thank you but if someone else comes in who's like not gluten-free and they eat the the sandwich that's meant for the gluten-free person like they could like it or they could say this is disgusting rice bread and i'm never eating this again but like it wasn't made for you so you can't get mad about it
0: See, I don't find Immortals to be that different from, like, yeah, Save the and Roll, though. I didn't hear it Which, any difference, oh, either. I can't... I didn't can't,
4: think uh. it sounded different. I didn't, think it's that's the I didn't thing. care I think for it. Like,
0: it's, it's just, it I just sounds it. like new Fallout Boy. And
2: I mean...
4: Yeah.
2: I, 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing with Immortals is... Immortals was alright. It wasn't, like, fantastic by any means. Yes. I think that, just like any other type, you know, of album or artist or songs or anything like that. You know, there are good ones and there are bad ones and so I think that like with Bring Me The Horizon, that the song they did for the Drive remix or whatever wasn't that rescore. good at all? No. I've was... never
4: is that is that happen often? I've never heard of a rescore. Yeah, it it, it, was, it was it
2: was, it was uh... It, it you was, know,
4: I think it's like a remastered and, edition is
1: what
2: you. And, and what they to. did was, uh, I know that the, the nineteen seventy five did uh, they released the song "Medicine" for three score, and it was very different from what they had on their like self titled uh, album that they dropped that I absolutely loved, and they went back mm-hmm. to sort of a more like ambient style that they had going on with their with their EP. So I think that a lot of bands uh, like. With, especially movies, they want to go and they want to bring something new to the table, because...
4: They have a great I, I, I mean, freedom to do so. Yeah,
2: and, and movies have sort of like thematic element to it, you know, like, I I mean, you have to really fit the style of the movie too, man. You just can't pick in and plug in any, you know... Bring Me the Horizon. Or yeah, and, and, and,
1: that, and that's actually a good point because that is what what they had said. We looked at our the rest of our discography and we couldn't put any of our old stuff.
2: Yeah, you can't so we put need a, a new
4: one to fit the needs of the movie. So yeah, and I
2: mean, it could yeah. it could very well fit the needs of the movie. That doesn't make it like a fantastic song by itself, but
1: yeah. But see, like coming coming from a, I, I am a Bring Me the Horizon fan, and literally the song just did not sound good. Production-wise, it didn't seem as if, like, it would be good for, like, even if it was sent in for, for the movie, I'd still look at it and be like, what are you submitting? Right. I, I, and and See, the same, and I mean, I'm a little bit different when it comes to Fall out Boy, because, like, I really don't like the new Fall out Boy change and sound that they've been doing. And, and it, it just solidified, like, um with centuries that had come out. It wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of it, like, by any means. But at least with Immortals, I was like, eh, this was a version that I could get into... Like, I kind of liked it for this new sound, but it still isn't anything that I like. So, like, if, it, if we're looking at at a point where it's like, oh, it's for a movie, this will kind of fit, then, like, yeah, I guess, like, that, that could work. But if at least for the Bring Me the Horizon song, by no means, I don't think it should be submitted to anyone. Like, maybe someone's, like, eighth grade film project that someone threw them I
2: right. iMac so
0: you-
1: with.
2: When you're writing
0: to a movie, though, you're not aiming to be the main thing people are focusing on. You're kind of just background music to whatever is going on. So, I mean, you can write a great song for a movie, but you're not going to be the main attraction.
5: Hmm.
0: Yeah, you still want to be able to complement it, though, you know. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes the song isn't going to be as good a song but it will complement what's going on in the movie more. So right. It's if that it's, makes it's, sense. it's
1: not the the main appetizer. It's the potatoes that go along with the meat to complement the rest of the dish.
5: And yeah. I
2: think that there's something to be said sort of with the change, with sort of uh more like rock esque music being uh being like integrated into mainstream movies and that all sort of started with, you know, like your, your Juno and movies like that, you and know, where noise,
4: Infinite Playlist and that
2: was
1: more. Yeah, but both those movies focus more indie than anything else. Yeah, like, but like I
4: mean,
2: those... like more, more, more. Like after those movies, you started seeing more, like you know how, and then, and then like you had Twilight that had like Paramore and Iron and Wine and, and Metric. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you keep bringing it. up, <laughs> you know, like now. I mean, I guess for a while when people were like, you know, making music for movies, it was people who their main focus was just to make like music for movies. And now there's just sort of like Mm -hmm. bands that make music more for like a general audience outside of movies now come in and they're trying to sort of fill that void a little bit more now that there's a market for it. I think that that kind of, you know, that. it's tough, it's it's, it's tough to sort of fill, to fill that void, because, you know, you have, like, all these people who are, like, composers and stuff like that, who have been doing it for years upon years upon years, and they know how to fill the role of that medium, they know how to execute it, you know, to the best of their abilities, but... No, I think you're talking about the movie Score, less the uh, songs for a soundtrack,
3: but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even the the singer Auguster now he's, I'm uh, pretty sure making the majority of his money doing scores for movies, or at least no, he did a make run in movies. Off that. Y'all, right, right. That's where, yeah. <laughs> making your own music, there's no money in that. Come on.
5: <laughs> you gotta <laughs> make your make music, music for somebody
3: now. else's thing that actually has a budget, like a movie.
2: <laughs>
1: right. You play around with other people's money, dude. Any time s- you play around with yeah. other people's money, it's so much fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's how do you the- think
2: Bowling for Soup <laughs> still? How do you think bowling for soup is still around after all these they were years?
4: On
2: yeah, well, well, they're making bank. Chuck E. Cheese is paying their way, to you know.
1: Yup, yup. Dude, and and, and the, the soundtrack, the, the opening theme to Phineas and Ferb.
0: Yeah. Do you guys remember that movie they were in in like 2006? Uh, what was that superhero movie? They covered uh, "I'll Melt With You," "Sky High." Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, My favorite
3: superhero movie. Eric, I'm going
1: to pull your dick off. Please do, but can you
3: do something else for me first? I mean, while you're. Stop,
1: stop. stop.
4: Ollie, that was not the threat you were aiming to give.
3: Yeah, which one of us is going to say that? Oh, Lord. Eric, it's nice to have you back. Is it?
4: <laughs> it is. What is it. this episode right now? <laughs>
1: anyway, so we already title um, it. Jesus. We're we're looking at literally the halfway point of our show. No, nope. I, I don't I don't I don't know how to tell what time. Is what First is math? What is math? What are words? What are math? Taylor
3: Swift sold a hundred records. <laughs> 120 million records <laughs> <laughs> hundred twenty million records. She made the greatest decision taking her music off Spotify. <laughs> Spotify's gone now. Really... No one can use Spotify anymore. This is, uh, I have a hit theory about that Fall Out Boy song. They took a three-year break from music to do whatever the fuck they wanted, came back, had like the song of the decade as far as radio and, and commercial use, and then Disney asked to pay them a bajillion dollars to do a song. They don't even have a record coming out to help promote it. And they're like, hey, what are we? Oh yeah, Immortals. Here's your song. <laughs>
1: Wow, you know what? That actually kind of makes make some sense. Because I was thinking, I'm like, do they actually have, like, this is original sound? Big Hero 6? I don't think they do. They just, they just,
3: they pulled out a fucking B side from their last record and was like, here you go. Yeah, too <laughs> well, that
2: shit. Just dust this off and, like, like spit
4: shine it and here, here you go. Here
1: Absolutely. And it makes sense. They're like,
2: hey, that, sense. like, beat at the very beginning of the song probably sounded good at the beginning of a trailer. I see a little bit yeah. of a coincidence here. Well, you know what's nuts is um, it seems like they're
3: imploring the Macklemore model of the, like what he did before he got huge, just the, I'm going to release one song every so often, and if it gains traction, we'll keep adding more marketing stuff to it. I'm not going to put out a full-length album until there's just a, a serious demand for a full-length album. Mm-hmm. And also is known as, as Little B model. I think that's B a good model.
4: idea, though. I think that's a really good idea, well, especially just
3: like... Little B. I mean, he's like, what, three inches tall?
1: Oh. So like, oh. oh, little B. We could talk about little B for the rest of the show. Uh,
3: sorry, if I
2: thought you were can. making fun of my Dude, horrible joke. But I was like, I'm Twitter. out, I'm out. Of... Little B is his own. Little B
3: pretends yeah. to follow you on Twitter. No, little
1: B... B. He does though. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Can we get a can we... can we get a roll call real fast? As to who follow I... little B follows me, follows Carl Carlos.
3: I actually have a little B fake account that I follow all you motherfuckers <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, Eric. I swear to God, but if it's true, I will burn down your house. Oh, um, no! doesn't he follow me, but I
4: have hugged a dog. B before. Don't burn down his house. He, he has, has a dog. dog. That's the whole reason why,
1: dog. Eric. We're gonna leave your house alone because a dog. Because and a pregnant
4: a wife.
3: Good thing I got that dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till are, he steps out of the about house. Your
1: wife like that, Eric. That's awful.
3: Sorry, wait till he steps out of the house. Yeah, Kelly, you can't ever pee again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, all
1: right, we're we're moving on um, to fun. our interview portion. Of I'm it. glad. I'm glad you had fun, Carlos. But I show's didn't... not over yet. Everyone, stay tuned because we're actually gonna have an interview with Carlos from The Oddities.
2: Yay! But we
1: don't have any commercials on here because no one loves us. But if you want us to sponsor, we'll we'll do it. <laughs> um, can you? <laughs> I gotta. I, can you sponsor something for me?
2: Please Give sponsor, us money.
1: Give us money because I – it's not a conversation for now. Um, we're, we're actually going <laughs> to jump into our – our, our um, Interview. Interview for Carlos of Oddities. Um,
0: That's
4: me.
1: We're going to go back and forth with questions um, for you, sir. We'll go um, – Eric, you know what? Eric, it's going to be you. We'll go Ashley well, Nicole. I have Nicole. a terrible
3: first question.
1: And then <laughs> – Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll go Alex North, and then I'll, I'll come in behind y'all, y'all.
3: Sounds good. Yeah. All
1: right. Here, here's my terrible
3: first question. Carlos. Me. I think we've played a show together. Yeah, we Is played a, with,
0: with the punches
3: Yeah. At, yep. uh, Mount Airy. Yep. Okay, nice. that's it. <laughs> All right, Next. I think I met you outside of Wonder Years. You probably did. I've probably met you like seven or eight times for the all the bands we know together and all the shows and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were
4: talking about this earlier because Carlos is like, I think I met Eric. He like handed yep. me a sticker or something once. Oh yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, he,
2: he, you, you know Eric. He just always handing out stickers for my band. Yeah, just
1: hand out stickers to like all the little boys and girls. To be like. <laughs>
0: It'd be weirder if it like, wasn't his t- band, t- and he was just t- handing t- out <laughs> random stickers.
5: I feel like I'm the kind of person who has like random a+. stickers just
4: like everywhere. Like I have my Spotify sticker still. I have like this is like from like my this is like my home college, and it's like the building on a sticker.
3: You know, if you peel That's off it. the back side, you can put it on something.
4: Wow, <laughs> shockingly enough, I've already done that. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Eric. Did you,
3: wait, did you put it on the back of another adhesive paper? Because
2: it looks like you have it.
4: <laughs> No. These are like the leftovers.
2: We're learning things today. We're learning how to had, uh, apply I had stickers. I have like a bunch
4: of these. The rest of them are on my, um, they're on like a water bottle somewhere. That's not the one I have with me right now. <laughs> All
1: right. So, Eric, do you have a question? Uh, yeah, your are That was Eric's good. terrible I, first question. My question I, was going to be. Didn't think it was terrible. I think we played
4: a band together. Oh. <laughs> question mark? That's my question.
3: I like I like your band. What's your music writing process
0: for your band? Uh, usually, it's me and my basses just sort of making this like skeleton of a song, uh, with and like recording it on our iPhones, and then just sending it to everybody and and all of us sort of figuring it out, figuring out pieces together. Do you jam it out
3: or do you guys bring stuff, uh, beyond the skeleton, do you guys bring stuff to, to practice or like someone's like, here's an idea for this lead or is it more like you guys just kind of play on the skeleton and whatever happens happens?
0: Usually we, we, we always at least have like a uh, rhythm guitar and a drum idea for like the whole song and we play through that and uh, we'll come up with spots where we need leads or something like that and we'll sort of Stop and figure everything out. Is that a good answer. That's
3: the best answer <laughs> I've ever heard in my life.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought so. Actually,
4: um, Alex actually, you question. should retract what you just said, Eric, because the best answer you've ever heard in your life is probably when your wife agreed to marry you. So when she watches it, oh! you can say, oh. <laughs> 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 "That's not even meant to be sassy." I'm just saying, like that. That's that. I'm. Um, so, like, that's the second best dance you've ever heard she from actually, Carlos?
3: She actually said, and I'm not kidding. This is word for word. Yes, now will you let me inside? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so... It was
3: outside. It was at the front door.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, it's Tyler, actually a
5: cute
3: because
1: story, because could, like, but... just, like, lock her in a, ba- in a basement, and then, like, <laughs> she wasn't allowed to come up unless she agreed to marry her.
5: Can
4: we no, no, talk no, about this after she... the show? Because now I'm curious.
3: Oh, yeah, let's... <laughs> Hey, that sounds interesting. Can we uh, do this <laughs> off-air? Because I've got a lot of... No, we'll talk about it later, though. So, seriously, Wait. Alex, you had a question?
1: Wait. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, oh I, yeah. I, actually, I... I swear, I swear to God. Ashley, your
2: question.
4: No, it's okay. I'm not important enough.
2: <laughs> I'm not actually, I do have a really good question, and I am so <laughs> anxious to tell it. I...
0: Uh,
5: okay, okay.
0: Do you tell questions?
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I, I tell all the
2: questions.
1: He tells all the questions. All right, oh, like I actually was going right. to ask a
3: question.
4: Oh, I was now, was I? Yes, yes. God, I, I miss no. Caitlyn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Why? Because she'll be taking
4: it. <laughs> no, because she didn't give me this sass, Eric.
3: Oh, you mean you wish I was dead?
1: I swear to God, both of you.
4: (laughs) Where the hell did that come from? I don't know.
3: Dang. A dark place. A dark place. A dark place.
2: All right. Seriously though, Alex had a question. All right. So my question is that I went and listened to both the Nomads, like the Nomads EP, and the Dang It Bobby EP, and so. my question is that there was, like, a stylistic change in between the two of them. Like, with the Dang It Bobby EP, it felt like it was, like, very, like, more sort of, like, straight ahead, like, pop punk.
4: Apparently it's still Halloween.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, a, a, and I am aware of all of that going on, but <laughs> I'm going ahead of my good. question because
4: that's it's just Carlos, question. like Carlos. That's his normal face, everyone. Just don't worry yeah. about yeah. it. it's like
2: the drummer of Antiflag. Yeah. Go on. So, uh, with the Dang It, Bobby EP, I felt like it was like more like just like straight up like pop punk record. Like it reminded me a lot of like 2010, 2009 era like pop punk, like when you had like Dagger Mouth and Set Your Goals and stuff like that, like with, with like all like the punk beat and stuff like that. And with the new like Nomads EP, the the one band that it kind of reminded me of, and I was kind of surprised that you didn't have this on like your influences page because it was the one band that I kept thinking about when I was listening to that record is uh Tiger's Jaw uh it it sounds a lot like Tiger's Jaw absolutely yeah so my question to you is uh was there an intentional stylistic change between the two releases in terms of like putting like your pop punk sort of sound a bit on the back burner to sort of go in a different direction to sort of sound more like, you know, take the root of, like, Tiger's Jaw and stuff like that, you know?
0: See, at the time when we recorded uh, Dang it, Bobby, my entire band we were, like, straight up, DPP, nonstop, nothing but, like, Man Overboard, um, Wonder Years, all that shit. That was just, like, us. We were, like, I think, like, so- we just finished, like, sophomore year, freshman year in high school. So we were just, like, straight-up asshole dorks when it came <laughs> to music. And, uh, you know, at, between, it was, like, a year between EPs. And um, basically, in between the EP, we actually started opening her, our horizons a bit. Our bases is super into, like, indie bands, like Man Man, Modest Mouse that kind of really I saw both of them
3: play a show together in 2005
0: uh he's, he's into like that weird indie shit and i got more into bands like uh these 90s like alternative bands like i'm super into weezer's first two albums that's like and like i'm super into motion city and stuff like that and uh, basically it just sort of came from us listening to different cramps. like uh, i don't think it was intentional but it just kind of happened right
4: Cool, cool. It's cool that you like exp- like went out and like expanded your musical horizons and stuff. Cause I know like, in like when I was in high school, I was or just coming into high school, I was like, I only want to listen to like My Chemical Romance and Escape the Fate and like Green Day and that's it. Like that's I'm just so different from all of you guys. Like oh my gosh, I thought it was just like the coolest person. Did you I say
2: it with like that like head bob thing too?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> See, honestly, joining DPP did great things for, like, my music taste. because I was like... Damn. I do not want to be these people. <laughs> yeah. That is the truest statement <laughs> I have heard. Uh, I, I,
5: I, I... I, love I just to
0: ...distance myself as far as I could from that. Oh
4: my god, and perfect! I'm
0: period my sentence with this.
4: Perfect right. answer. <laughs>
0: But, like, honestly, DPP did so many good things for my music taste. Though, so, not to, like,
2: give them credit. Yeah. It, it, it was weird, though, because, like, every time I would listen to it, I, I would think of, like, another song to compare it to. And every time, I'm like, who sang that song? And I'm like, oh, wait, it's Tiger's Jaw.
5: And, yeah, yeah it, we, we Tiger's yeah, Jaw songs.
2: It, it's <laughs> like that one song that... uh That like they did for the Run For Cover compilation.
0: Shit, what is that song? Like Mixed Signals?
2: Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's, I kept like drawing comparisons between, between like at least like two or three of your songs and that song. And I'm just like, who sang that song? And I would ask myself that question like after every listen. And I'm just like, who sang that song? I'm like, oh
0: wait, it's Tiger's Jaw. Like, so you can kind of tell which songs my bassist wrote and which ones <laughs> I wrote, because mine, my base, the ones that my bassist wrote, uh, Dean, Feral Ground, and uh, Nomads. It's a lot more like indie, like weird. And see, at the time when I was writing Nomads, I was into bands like Against Me. Uh, I hate to name another this band again, but Motion City. Uh, like straight, like more punker bands. And it's basically me, who's into more punk to shit and my bassist went to like really weird shit and I was trying to find a middle ground in between those two and I think we accomplished that well enough on this record but yeah
2: yeah I can sort of see the Motion City influence definitely
0: oh they're, they're like my favorite band right now dude
2: yeah they're so good Olipop Ash,
1: no, what? No, Come. Ash still has a question. He did it oh, on purpose, Ollie. Right. <laughs> I didn't actually need that. Oh, time I was oh, absolutely know. I know exactly this dynamic's been going on this entire fucking time. But, Ash, because I, I, I know I know exactly what question you, you're going to ask, so you can go ahead and ask it.
4: Um, Actually, I was going to ask a different question. Were you? I apologize. Yeah. Throwing, a Throwing a Throwing curveball. Throwing a curveball. All right.
5: I'm kind of um,
0: scared.
4: Well, because, no, it's. Don't. Don't worry about
2: it. <laughs> it's not a scary question. This
5: you're is a not
4: Eric. Place. I'm not gonna sass you out. That's um,
1: <laughs> so scared. He's been seeing how Ashley has been all night. He's like, no, I don't no. want to ask the question from Ashley. Well, the no, thing I'm is, sorry. you
4: mentioned you mentioned before that you're a senior in high school, which is like, like, an exciting time in your life. And like, I'm really excited because normally high school kind of sucks. So I'm excited that you're almost done with it. Congratulations! Thank you did you. it. Um, are you planning on continuing on with this specific band after high school, like considering most people go lots of different places once they graduate, are you still obviously going to like think about music and performing in a band or like what's, what's where you see yourself in 12 months in regards to music and the oddities and stuff?
0: Right now with the oddities, we're looking at doing it, but doing it not as much as we do now because we got to work in breaks. So basically, I, I don't want to, like, lay out any, like, official things, but we're looking, like, uh, doing towards summer, winter, and, like, just, like, sort of chilling out during fall. And I'm, gonna, I'm trying to start a, a couple new things just to keep myself busy. And I, like, I'm, I'm going to mess with your question a little bit. And, like,
4: Go for I it. Do whatever you don't
0: want. <laughs> see myself doing anything that isn't music because there's not much else I'm good at.
4: No, I totally feel you. No, like, when I graduated or, like, was going into, the, like, the college application process because I knew I wanted to go to college. I was like, there, I, I can't do anything else right now that's, like, going to benefit my life. And I think going to college is the best, like, for me personally. Um, but I was like, I have to do something music-related, like, and i don't play in a band i don't play an instrument you know whatever so it's like straight up business stuff but i like really needed to be involved and like i feel that where you just like i can't imagine myself doing anything else so well i'm glad to hear it awesome
1: yeah the question that, that i have had um because because you guys are still kind of a fresh but I, I don't know exactly when you guys had started music um when did you guys decide um well first Um, when did you guys form and when did you decide personally that, you know, it's time to start a band? Like, was there a time that you and, like, your buddies are hanging out and we're like, hey, one of us plays guitar. Oh, fuck, one of us drums.
0: See, uh, there's actually a funny story on how we all met. Um, my bassist, I'm going to mess with your question a little bit. My bassist, um... Went to a guitar center and he saw on a wall a uh, little like uh, flyers with with uh like a if like a drummer with flyer that said drummer willing to play with anyone in eighth grade. We actually oh, started oh. freshman year playing like strictly like Blink and Green Day covers.
5: That's
0: so funny. Yeah, oh, too good. We we we, oh,
5: punk we, babies.
0: we, we started <laughs> just cause Blink Live videos were funny, like. That was the only reason why we were like, okay, let's do this.
4: That's the foundation of so many bands, though. It's like, yeah. oh, we started out, like, even in, like, like, POZ submissions, people are like, yeah, well, we started out playing um, Blink-182 covers, and then we realized we wanted to write our own stuff, and then we realized we were having a lot of fun with it, so we made a band, and now we're actually doing things, and it's, just, it's like, a really common theme. But I think that's mm-hmm. so, I, just, I don't know, it's so like precious to me. These- so See, what nice. really like
0: made me like, hey, I want to do this. Was I'm, I'm not sure how familiar you are. I'm, I'm actually I'm sure you're all familiar with the, this band. Uh, I was watching uh, Green Day play Woodstock '94.
5: Green Day.
0: Have <laughs> yeah, heard
5: of them? I don't know if you've heard of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're kind a little like, obscure for my little taste, little but a outfit named the Beatles. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. They were
0: playing. Uh, they were playing uh, Woodstock '94 and. No, yeah, yeah, were, yeah. Have you guys ever seen the Mud Fight? Yep. Yeah. Yep. What yeah, I million thought millions? that was the coolest shit I've ever seen in sixth grade. Like watching you moon the crowd and <laughs> fucking throw mud at people. I thought that was the coolest shit I've ever seen. So <laughs> that was just like, all right, I want to do this. That's very cool.
4: Cool beans.
1: I mean, like going from oh, it's—it's like seeing like I don't—I don't, I don't want to say like your idols, like you know you absolutely look up to them, but like it's—it's—it's it's, it's a certain touching thing. When like you look at an individual and be like, yo, I kind of want to do that same exact shit that they're doing. And then you go out and do it. And like, like, like you guys are t- talking about like going on a tour and like wanting to like, you know, record. Like, like, you guys, you guys work on your off time doing this. Like, like this is something that you guys are eat, sleeping and you do it. Like, 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 go to school, next thing you know, oddities. And and, and I don't know, that's like a... Oh.
4: It's dedication, it's it passion. Is. It is, and
1: it's a beautiful thing to, to admire
0: it it it, it it's, it's one of the only things i really care about that's going on right now mm-hmm. cuz like i'm i'm at the point where it's like i don't really need to care about school anymore cuz community college senior year and uh you know it's one of the more fun things i get to do like the bands in the whole virginia baltimore dc area are fucking great dude like fucking random holiday, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug you
5: <laughs>
0: Heavyweights uh what's it called? A blanket of bands. Uh Joy uh Cowabunga, but they broke up. Centerfolds, there's so many fucking good bands coming out of here. And I'd hate to sound like a hipster, but I don't know, there's something, like, really nice about having, like, this oh my own little area of bands that, like, not many other people know. Not that I don't think they should get big, but it's nice to have my own little, like, area.
4: Right. It's I like mean, a community. It's, nice. it's like a little niche, yeah. and it's your Absolutely. space. And, it's and,
2: and, and, and I think there's something to be said, like, when bands that are in your little community grow up in sort of, like, become bigger bands and sort of expand to other communities. Like I had this with the with the Front Bottoms. Like I saw the Front Bottoms open up a local show that was just like a local bill and like and they played to maybe like 12 people or something like that and then like about a year later, you know, that then I find out that they're opening up for Brand New at, you know, Bamboozle oh, 2012 yeah. and from there it went absolutely crazy. So I think, you know, that, that, that there is always that feeling of, you know, of, of when, you know, you have maybe not even breaking out to that, like, extent, because, you know, sometimes that is very far and few in between. But for bands that even, you know, just get big enough to do, like, regional touring and have, like, a consistent fan base outside of just, like, you know, a little group of friends or whatever, that that is really cool to see.
4: It's like pride. You're just, like, really proud of them. and I. Just, right. I love that there was like a band from uh, I'm from Connecticut. There was a band from a town called Milford, and their name was Shut Up and Deal. And they were like like a band like I'd seen on flyers and seen a bunch of times, and like I booked them once. I booked like this tiny little like town funded teen center. It's very like it's very like like community oriented, and it was like the uncoolest place to be on a Friday night. But it was really important to me. So they played there a bunch of times, and then they. Um, there was a program on Warp Tour called EIY earn it yourself and they did these um industry scene meetups where basically all these people who were like interested in music business stuff um and like the behind the scenes aspect of Warp Tour you could like all meet up and you'd all walk backstage and you'd like have a Q&A session and I went to one in like my like 2010 and um they had Kevin Lyman stop by which was like <sighs> Big deal of my life, and they were the band for that program. Like they weren't. Pl- I don't. They were. They were playing the tour, and they were hosting these meetups. And I was just so proud of them. I was like, "You guys are from the two hundred three. That's amazing! And now you're on the whole entire warp tour, not just playing, but like helping run this program and connecting people in all these cities and networking yourselves." Like. It was, uh, it's just really important, and you just get really proud of them, and I think that's so great when bands grow organically like that, and it's just, they've got such a solid fan base behind them. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. There was, there was this, uh, little vet, there was this little, like, Mexican place in D.C. called Casa Fiesta, and basically it was this Mexican restaurant that would basically, after they shut down, they'd rent their, they'd let, uh, punk shows happen in their, uh, they're, they're like upstairs that they didn't use it was just a big it was just this like tiny empty room and three years ago it was before like the world is a beautiful place got like huge but they were still kind of big like big enough that they could pack a room that could fill like 50 60 people and uh i i managed to see them there and it was uh, crazy it, it, it was it was cool that's a beautiful thing eric you have
1: another question Yeah. uh,
3: So, Carlos, you mentioned Man Man earlier. Now, when they play live, uh, they have a lot of percussion instruments, a lot of crazy instruments. And uh, at one point, their singer will put a bowl on stage. And then when there's a big drop in the music, he throws a spoon into the bowl. And then they go back to playing. So my question to you is, who in your band plays Spoon and Cup? (laughs) Your
0: bass player, right? No, actually... I mean, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm full of myself, but I think I do, because I'm like.
5: I think play that you do I play some dude.
0: You think that you play an instrument? I'd like to pretend I play the guitar. <laughs> but I probably am <laughs> more like a mascot for my band. But I'm a damn good mascot, dude. Like What's a hype that's... man. <laughs> There I you go. a damn good mascot. I, man, I look perfect. good. How many clocks do you wear? <laughs>
4: only, Are they no, large and blingy? I like, to,
0: I like to keep it at three. Three. It's well, not, three, yeah. That's otherwise it's just ridiculous. Five.
4: <laughs> three clocks. It's completely before. And if it's you two, you're like,
0: well, where's the third? So. And three. how am I supposed to figure out what time it is if I'm only wearing two clocks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you
2: need to have one for each time zone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and only totally
3: makes sense. And you wear your other twenty-one watches, <laughs> dude. Like I got, I got watches up to like my my shoulders, dude. It's crazy. You're like somebody selling uh, counterfeit watches, except you're practical. They're just yeah. scumbags.
4: Efficient. Uh, you're efficient watch peddler. I I, I
0: can't. I don't. Those are my watches. <laughs> those <laughs> are <laughs> my watches.
2: I said
4: you're like an efficient watch peddler who wears all of them instead of. Except
2: never mind.
4: No, never mind. He didn't Kimberly, say that. You wouldn't get it. it.
1: You said, "Fuck a salesman." I'm just they're
4: Mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you got another question?
2: Yeah. Uh, musically, where do you see The Oddities headed for whenever, or whatever your next release is? Like, are, do you think you're gonna stick sort of with a similar sound? How do you think that you know? H- how do you think your sound is going to progress within the next like touring cycle of whatever you put out?
5: See.
0: I see, we're always I, I think we're always gonna have like a sort of a pop center to us because that's sort of what we've all kind of revolved around musically. But I think I'm just see, I've always dug bands that kind of sound like uh, a train that's gone off the rails, like arrogant sons of bitches, like some uh, every time I die. Like shit, like that. that is just sounds like what the hell is going on. But right,
2: like when stuff gets like really
0: hectic. Yeah, I really like hectic music, and I I think we're gonna head somewhere there. But like, so, find so, with that somewhere like that, but with like a pop chorus, if that makes sense. Right, right. Okay, I sort of see what you're saying. That that's like my, that is my end goal for writing songs. Be able to get like absolutely fucking like. Crazy, like I want to punch a baby in the face, but like you want to sing for baby afterwards.
4: That's intense.
0: (laughs) That's like my end goal for writing music. Not quite there yet, but I'm working on it.
2: Yeah, I mean that sounds like a lot, like, like uh, like the Venetia Fair or Let Live or uh, like the ongoing concept.
4: Um, the ongoing concept, I just saw one of their music videos the other day. I might have actually posted it in Babe actually. I
2: posted Wait, wait, did I post it? I think I posted it.
4: Am are, I, okay, are you well... Ashley? <laughs> are you no. Ashley?
2: No! I think I might have been Ashley.
4: It... No, I, um... Well, I know no, I posted it in, Ashley. like, my... <laughs> I posted it in, like, um... We have like, a little Facebook group for, like, my Syracuse friends who are into, like... My kind of music, like, metal, hardcore, pop-punk, right. emo type stuff. And I definitely posted it there, and I was like, wherever you think this music video is going, it's not.
2: <laughs> right, right. That, that that band is just, like, intense. like, I, I heard about them from uh, the Defend Pop Punk group. Uh, Andrew actually posted about it. Andrew oh, Farrell, okay. one of the admins over there, yeah. he post- posted about it, and and he's like, this is absolutely crazy. Check it out. And, I'm, and so I gave it a listen, and I'm like, damn, you know. So pretty far out of their stuff, so I, so I too am a fan of hectic music is basically what I'm what I'm getting at. So I'm very excited to hear whatever the oddities have up their sleeve. I bet it'll be very, uh, very odd. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, no.
1: But I'm... Ah.
5: Uh,
1: so, um, <laughs> speaking of hearing what oddities has, it's actually coming close to the time of the show where we actually would showcase one of the songs. Um...
0: Claus, would you like to give a
1: description of the song that you have picked to have us play for you?
0: Well, for everyone uh, watching. um, The song's called Dean off our new EP Nomads. It is basically
5: our mm-hmm. first attempt mm-hmm. at
0: writing songs after just gigging our last EP. <laughs> it is uh, basically the culmination of a year of listening to things that aren't pop-punk, basically. <laughs> if that makes sense. It's about a uh, character in the show Supernatural.
4: Oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, you just, you went, just went there. there. Tumblr,
2: Tumblr girls are stoked for,
0: for the, the song. song. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even watch, watch the, the show. show. My, my basses bass bass love it. Alright, this us jam.
1: Um, drat Oh, here we go. As we get this settled, talk about the album cover real, real fast, because I know Lincoln was curious as to why you guys had, had chosen that as your album cover for, for uh, the uh, EP no, Nomads.
0: There's this uh, girl who goes to George Washington University, Sophie, Sophie McHurray, and, and she's like, she like, some of the best I've, I've seen. seen. Cause that, cause that come from like, come from, like, ben, like ben, ben, And she and had, had, she had, up, the, 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 and... It was just the draft, uh, so uh, I showed it to my bandmates, and we thought it was, we like,
5: like
0: it. and it became what it is. Yeah, it definitely is really cool album artwork. Like... I, I wish I had some, like, deep story, but it just... So, Carlos,
3: <laughs> tell us, what it do? <laughs> what, it, what, what did it do, it, what yeah, do? yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you know?
0: just, you know? yeah. I I, I don't know how to respond to that. Oh, damn it.
3: (laughs) It stopped. Um, Um, So, so Ollie, Ollie, are we we killing killing time time while you're you're figuring figuring that out? out? Okay, Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Oh, that echo's
2: (laughs) weird.
4: That echo's strange. It's gone. gone
2: (laughs) It'll Uh, come back. It always
0: comes back.
4: Yep. Carlos, Carlos, what's your
0: favorite against me record? Favorite against me record. Hmm. Greatly... I've been listening to a lot of their new uh, album, which I think oh, rules. Which but, I think yeah, rules. Yeah. But call me cliche, call but me I cliche, but reinventing, re-inventing, re-inventing
5: Axl, Rose.
3: Axl Rose. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be cliche if it's the best because it's the best. This is how is. this is how super against me hipster I am. My friend told me finally listen to reinventing, I was like, oh dude, here, let me give you this. So I made a mix. It's all the songs from reinventing Axl Rose except the ones from the acoustic EP are there instead. With the Exception of, the of Guinness, because that's, awesome. that's awesome. Then, then uh, the, uh, crime the crime songs. songs that they redid, put the original ones in there. And then I have three pre-production demos from reinventing that I haven't found anywhere since, like, when it came mm. out. That's Crying. how old I am. I was there, like, around um, then. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, you just
4: dated uh, yourself. Off. You just, you just carbon dated. dated yourself.
3: <laughs> I...
2: Ooh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know <laughs> what? Actually, actually, I would, I would date, date myself, myself because, because I believe, believe that I am good enough, and I'm That's good.
4: Self-esteem, it's important.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
4: I'm a fan of this. It's like selfie culture. Just love yourself. We're all
2: about uh, positivity here. Get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to say it to Ashley, but Alex, you took it. 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 Never mind. mind. Alright. Thank you.
1: Alright, typically, <laughs> like, I usually have it on lock to an extent. I don't know what happened this week, I apologize, but we played the song, so <laughs> hooray, there we go. That's
3: good thing. Were those, uh, Bendy leads, Little Modest Mouse-influenced, or is that Yeah, another? definitely. Yeah. Dude. I've been, I've been claiming that all the, like, a lot of the modern baseball, Tiger's Jaw-type bands, um, I was like, oh shit, it's like, Modest Mouse-type pop-punk, <laughs> which I fucking love.
5: Have you heard, uh? Enough.
0: Stick Up Kid covers some Modest Mouse song. I forget really? which one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Modest Mouse is such a... Or not Modest Mouse. Modern Baseball is, like such a weird band, though, compared to like a lot of the other bands coming out now.
4: Because I don't really
0: think they're like the whole, for lack of a better word, soft grunge thing, yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, they don't fall into that category
4: at all. No, they, they, they
1: don't. don't. But, but they're
0: they, not quite they, the whole Wonder Year thing, either. They struggled to balance.
1: into Tumblr core, like, so hard, but only because, cause, like, I swear, like, the pop-punk capital of the United States was Philly, and, like, everyone that, you know, was into pop-punk had a Tumblr, and so when modern baseball started to, like, emerge out of their, like, like, you know, popular shell, all the kids from Philly were like, oh, I, I might like pop-punk, but I'm from Philly, and if you're from Philly, you like modern baseball, and so it became popular with all the popular Philly pop-punk pop blogs, and...
2: Right.
3: It's
1: boom, boom, skadoosh. You got you know fucking modern baseball. And you know how all those – It's going with all the rest of the story so far and all the rest of the – The Tigers, all that came out of this era. So at least that, you know that's how that's what I think that's why I think All those happened.
3: TV shows have like uh, – they have the show and then it's like the high school years. Like they go a little <laughs> younger. That's what uh, – Mo- Modest Mouse is the main show and modern baseball is basically – Modest Mouse, High School Edition. Which, two, <laughs> both two are like two of my favorite bands, so I'm happy about it. But that's just what it reminds me that of. That
2: is the best, like...
5: That's so good. The
2: best thing I've ever heard, which I think I might have said that about like three times this yeah. entire <laughs> yeah, okay. day. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. But this is the new best thing, until somebody else has something.
1: Now, before we end the show tonight, I did have a question for, for Alex. What's up with the giant knot that's around your neck?
2: <laughs> oh... It's my uh, headphones. They get all knotted up. So you just they get didn't all knotted fuck up? it, yeah? Yeah, I, I, I don't bother. It's, it's gonna get all knotted up anyway.
3: They look. It's like when someone has dreads and they get real knotted, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even gonna take care of it. Just let it grow.
2: Yeah. See, it's punk rock. It that, that's what punk is. Leaving your, uh, your headphones <laughs> all knotted have... up.
0: You can People be the hype man for bad rock. brains. <laughs> Did you yeah. guys see Fat Mike kicking that dude in the face? I've
1: seen that link all day. I have not seen it once, and I'm
2: and I and I've. I, I have seen it's pretty
0: happened. uh it's it's one of the more brutal like.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty uncalled for, but. I, but
4: the never know,
1: like
2: what, like the dude. I, the I feel
4: the like the I haven't got a this, chance to watch the video though. It's gonna put some of this
3: other video. stuff in perspective. <laughs> with, the, uh, with all the others jumping on stage things. Yeah, this I would have actually
2: suggested we talk about it, but I know that with, you know, talking about Joyce Manor yeah, like it's a, yeah, it's a sitting two weeks ago. And it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah nice, but I mean but... like the dude jumped on stage and he was like, he like put his arm around Fat Mike and was like trying to sing into the microphone. And Fat Mike shoved him to the ground and then when he was on the ground, like kicked him in the face. It was a falcon brutal. kick right in the
0: face. Like, this, nice. dude, this dude runs up and, like, no, just kind of hits him straight in the face, and he goes down, and then <laughs> he just kicks him, like, in the teeth, and this
5: yeah. dude's, like...
2: And then security oh. takes him away. And then, apparently, like, he he tweets him after the show and says, Sorry, man, you know, I have, like, a bad, like, back or neck or something, and, you know, I... I, I, ben, I, please. I, I went on the defensive, and instead I went on the offensive. And you know stuff, what? and he's like, let I'm me buy you a really beer cool. next time, you know, you come play a show. And the other kid was like, the, the kid who got like knocked out was like pretty cool about it. He, 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 he's punk like, kids are used to, yeah, he's you know, like,
3: sometimes it fucking happens.
5: Yeah, he, See, here, he's like, yeah, know, it happens. Here's
1: an interesting con- conversation that, that, that kind of needs to happen. There are other people that are totally okay with people jumping on stage and it's punk culture, but then it what
0: happened.
3: I heard it too.
1: No, no. And well, if he did, then it was me. Sound like a total hypocrite. Um, we're not gonna <laughs> talk about that. We're just gonna end the show. Hey. Okay, nice. bye. Because I realized where I realized where my question was leading, and be like, oh, is it? But it was gonna sound like, oh, of course you should be able to do that. But then again, I'd be the one kid that be. I would literally be the kid that would get kicked in the teeth by Fat Mike, and be like, yeah, I can totally do it. Punk rock, you're punk rock, right? Smash a beer over my face. And then I would've been like, oh, guys, Fat Mike just punched me in the face and threw a beer on me. What the fuck's up with that? Uh, punk rock, is it?
4: Punk credit.
1: Punk credit. Anyway, Carlos of the fucking Oddities was on the show today. Hooray! This was fucking great. I, I love it. And, and we're gonna keep tabs on you. Because, cause again, like, as we were saying that, like I, I was listening to, to the EP quite a few, few times before the show, and I, Alex was saying that he was listening to it, and I, I, I guess others were listening to it, because... You know, wherever we have a guest on, we tend to listen to, to the stuff, and I fucking enjoyed it. Like it's so far, like 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 there there have been like every consistent band we've had on here. I can literally say that I have liked the shit that they've been putting out. And like what Alex was saying, that was sound like Tiger Shaw, It was right up my alley. A little bit.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, so we're gonna be stoked as to see, as to to the weeks um and months when you guys are gonna go on break and you are gonna go do more of your writing and recording. We're going to be stoked and we will definitely love to keep TED Tabs on you guys. Um, Before we end completely tonight, Ashley, uh, this is actually the last week for the POZ. um,
4: I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Um, This is the last week you can make a donation for Hope for the Day. Uh, Property of Zach and Hope for the Day have teamed together. To put together a charity compilation, and it features fifty showcase artists. So fifty of my like showcase who? fan babies. For example, um, we have state champs. We have McAllister. We have War, We have Dads. We have Turnover. We have Seaway. We have Broadside. We have Secret Plot to Destroy the Entire Universe. We have the Moms. We have My Goodness. We have. So many bands! <laughs> I have. No, it's a band name, it's not like me exclaiming. Um, <laughs> we have so many great bands. We Keep have so many more. So many, so many. you
0: <laughs> have Led Zeppelin.
4: Unfortunately, they have not <laughs> been on totally. completely actually. completely
1: okay. undermines your entire compilation because there are Thank no,
5: no <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Thank
1: you. No Led Zeppelin. But, but, pulled but, all but her you have. Oh. All, all the proceeds for this are gonna go go to have hope, um, hope, hope for for the day. For, for the day. Um, you guys, it's gonna be for five dollars, fifty bands. Um, it's gonna be available up until Friday. It's it's for a great. It's for suicide prevention in schools, correct?
4: It's for suicide it, prevention. Um, they all community. their prevention projects and programs. They were on Warp Tour this year um, for their Summer of Hope campaign. It's basically an organization that is so deeply rooted in our music scene, and it helps utilize music and this weird little community that we're all so like so fond of as a mechanism for suicide and depression. And these people I'm working with from the organization are just the sweetest and they've been awesome. And I just want to show them that this scene cares. And obviously I'm sure all of you guys have found family in this scene, like home away from home. So if you do make a donation, please let me know, and I will write you a poem and bake you cookies and give you a hug and love you forever. <laughs> and just basically, that would be really cool. And you can check it out at um, propertyofzack.bandcamp.com. It'll be up there until Friday at 11.59 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So, yeah.
1: All right, so that, that's that. Um, from everyone here, Carlos, on behalf of Bay Talks, we thank you for coming on the show and coming you. to talk thank about you Alex, Allie, Al, Al, Ashley. My name is My Eric. sister,
2: my sister is here, then... <laughs> Allie, <laughs> Ashley, Alex.
4: It's okay. I'm one of three daughters and all of our initials are AA. Like all of our names start with A, so it happens.
3: Oh, god! Oh, You're not oh. supposed to tell people that. Just keep that shit secret.
4: <laughs> Eric, no one wants to hear anything you have to say, so. What about this? All right. Good so, night. For, good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye.
5: See you later.